People always ask how I balance my family life with 400 shows a year. I'm just doing what I love with the people I love. It's my magic life. I like Wes Isley. I like everything about him. You want to go for an hour? Ready to move a little bit? Are you, I, that's what I'm asking you. Are you happy with it? I felt like it's lopsided. Like you're closer to the camera. Yep. <sighs> want to see. But I don't want to go to you. Now I'm off the camera. I'm more off the camera. Golly, man, you had a big head. But I didn't even cut me out of the camera. Mm -hmm. It's still too far your way. Look at all that extra room you got. Whatever. Good enough. Is that good? Yeah, it's fine. <sighs> Alright, ready? Yeah. Alright, this week it is our Halloween episode. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, we had we had that wasn't planned either. <laughs> we had um we have different guests lined up for the month where we're like, you know what? We've already got everything booked out through Halloween. We don't have time for our Halloween episode. Let's do it like in the middle of the month. That'll work. That'll be good. A little early. That's okay. Still in the Halloween spirit. So a uh, couple things going on. Natalie's still got severe chest pains. We just went to the doctor this week. Last week. but And um, they were like, well, we've done CT scans. We've done MRI scans. We've done this. We've done that. Next time. Try medications to... instead of not working. It's not what we thought it was. She has to drink some kind of shake. And then they're going to x-ray that. And other than that, we'll see in three months. And we left the place and she was bawling. So yeah, well, um, I had, I guess I had my hopes up. I didn't realize I had my hopes up that I was going to get some sort of something answer. But I just had to answer the same questions that I answered three months ago. Like I had never actually been there before. And then you're going to do this one thing, which is scheduled for two weeks from now. And then I have to wait until January. And she's been in pain ever since she left the place. Uh, yeah, I've been in consistent pain, it seems like, just about just about every day. But not, like, horrible. But yesterday, it bring me to my knees. Your day's done. It's over. You're done. Pain. So I had her call the doctor today and say, hey, look, she calls it a flippy floppy. She says she has chest pain, but the flippy floppy name is too cute. And when she goes in there, look at that smile on her face. She doesn't like she's in pain. I'm never in pain when I go to the doctor. Go figure. So, hey, you guys took her off the oxycodone. You didn't want her getting addicted. She didn't want to get addicted. She yeah. didn't like the stuff. But you gave her nothing in replace of it. Can right. she have some kind of painkiller? Even if it just took the edge off. So it was just like the chest pain that I can work through where I'm like I'm telling him because he wants to know. And yeah, it hurts, but I can muster through because who else is going to do all this stuff that's on my to-do list? Um, if it just brings it down to that level and not a level of, holy crap, I wish somebody would just knock me out. So I'd just be out. Maybe when I wake up, it'd be gone. She was in a ball in the kitchen yesterday and just, she was not doing good at all. Like, honey, are you okay? And no, wasn't. she couldn't even lift her head to look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I'd say, <clears throat> oh, I'm fine. Yesterday he said, are you okay? I said, no, no. So, uh, if you notice me struggling to breathe, I have that. What, is, what do they call it? They call you it had bronchial pneumonia last spring, but he's gotten a cold once since then, and they gave him an inhaler because he started having issues breathing, and they said that's just side effects from the pneumonia you had earlier with the stuff. So then he got another cold, and for some reason that's happened, so they put him back on just steroid pills to try, that they had put on when he had the bronchial pneumonia. So hopefully, I don't think it's full-blown bronchial pneumonia this time, but it's messing him up every time he gets a cold. Just a, it was a, a small cold. I just had the sniffles. Put you in a little bubble. But so it's you like, don't even get cold anymore. I can't get a deep breath. I can't. I try to yawn. I try to get that deep breath. And you then I'm such a good pair. It's awful. It's <laughs> awful. So I'm on steroids. She's on pain medicine. And it's our Halloween episode. Um, I want to get that out of the way. Also, one more thing before we get into the fun stuff, Halloween episode. Tell everybody what I've been doing today. Well, he's been gone all day long. 
picking up magic. Guy has retired. He's no longer doing magic. He wanted to get rid of his collection and he knows Wes is into magic. And so Wes bought it from him. So you can spoon more detail about that. A friend of mine in high school, um, I was showing magic in class and he looked over and he said, I know how to do that. No, you don't. Because, you know, there's kids in high school. Yeah. I know that. I know that. You don't. You know how you did that. No, you don't. Yeah, huh? My dad's a magician. Yeah, right. Well, you don't know how I did this trick. And he couldn't, he couldn't duplicate it, but he may have known a method for that trick. And we started talking. He's like, no, seriously, come to my dad's house. I'll take you to my dad's house. I went into his dad's house and his dad had a magic room. It wasn't like this room, but he had a shelf with magic on it, like, well, in all fairness, he wasn't a full-time magician, right? No, but right. so he, he had a magic room. room. That was the first time I've ever went big. to someone's house that had shelves of magic. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, you are a magician. Mm-hmm. And he was very nice to me and really showed me around. I was just a high school kid. and He's treating me like I'm a magician and showing me around his magic room. And boy, I've only seen him a couple of times since then. And then him and his his wife and you have got, become friends. friends on Facebook, which is just Oh, just random just, yeah random and it's we a new friends one friends on facebook and she was like oh what do you do and so i said well we do magic shows as a family for a living and i'm a health coach on the side and she goes oh what's your husband's name what is your you know because i said you, you're the magician the main magician and i said wes eisley she goes oh my husband knows him i said that's not surprising and <laughs> and then just went from there and she's like my husband's selling his magic because he's retiring he don't want to do it anymore he wants the space for something else so so got those two hooked up and yeah that's what i did today and yeah. there was some really cool stuff in there there's stuff that there was a candle trick and I, i'm not gonna be able to explain to you guys what it is without showing it to you but there was a trick where a candle the center of the candle vanishes it's like a large stage illusion it's a classic in magic. Will I ever do it in a show? No. Do I want one? Yes. So um, that was really cool. And I've always, I've kind of always wanted one of those since it fooled me bad as a teenager. It wasn't in his house. No, it was oh, in another okay. collection that I saw. And um, the guy was like, really? That fooled you? Because it is just a stage illusion, but it's a candle. A girl on a box, you know she can move. An inanimate object is not going to get out of the way of swords. Right. That's what that's what fooled me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I got that. I got uh, one of our first illusions we did together. I put your head in a box and stuck swords in it. Mm-hmm. So I got one of those head boxes, but it's got like 30 bows and arrows. And then you show your head vanish and you put all these arrows through the thing. Bunch of books, DVD. I got a, a van load of magic. Yeah. It was a van literally, load. Literally. Literally a van yeah. load. So took up the whole van. It was a good Cargo day. Cargo van. It was not a like good day. On seats, an open wide van. In the boxes, so it kind of spread out. Wasn't packed tall. It's still a lot. It was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. But um, it's a good day. And after this podcast, I'm gonna go through the collection and go play. So I'll make you a well, fire. You gotta, you gotta find, you gotta find places to put it. I told him I don't care that he goes and gets magic. I just don't. We moved to this house with the purpose being bigger magic room. Plus he gets the garage. Plus he has an outdoor work shed. Please let's not have crates of magic in my laundry room, in my kitchen, in the living room, like you did at the old house, because we had no room. I want room to live. Our kitchen. Please don't let us start creeping into living areas. I don't care if he wants, like we have the dining room decorated with magic Magic posters. posters and everything. That's fine. I don't mind that. I'm just saying I don't want crates in the middle of my kitchen again. (laughs) That's all. We had Honey. We had packing crates that looked like a metamorphosis trunk. I right. had two of them. Yeah. Um, literally, you could fit people in these, like three or four people in these boxes. And it was orange crates for my friend Dennis Phillips. And they were stacked in our kitchen for years. <coughs> for years. They were stacked in our kitchen for years until we put the house up for sale and we had to put a whole bunch of stuff in storage so our house would actually look like a house. And I had illusions. <laughs> and I had illusions in the basement and she had to walk sideways to do the laundry. To get to the laundry, yeah. But this house so, is quadruple the size it is a lot bigger i'm just telling you please you're getting more and more magic i feel like just about every month and it scares me that things are going to start creeping out into living areas well, and i'm going to be walking 
sideways again to get to things. Lana gives me a that. hard time when I show up with magic. I said, Lana, look, I have a trunk load of magic, a van load of magic. Oh, great. I said, honey, when I'm dead, it's yours. Wonderful. <laughs> She's so hard on me. She's mean to me. So anyway, let's get into the Halloween episode. All right, we're 10 minutes into the show. Let's get into the Halloween episode. Okay. Anyway, I got magic. It's sentimental to me, that magic. Real quick, let me recap, because that was the first magic collection I saw. And how crazy is it that 30 years later, 25 years later, it's now my collection? Yep. That's just weird. It's weird. So yeah, who's going to walk through this door to see this collection and end up with it when I'm dead? You say that like I'm going to sell your stuff. Yeah. Are you going to keep doing the mean? podcast? You're not going to do magic shows. Yeah. I've asked her, will you keep the show going? If you want keep legacy going, keep doing the shows. Maybe your boys will. I don't have much hope for Lana, but maybe your boys will. Not without me. Yeah. Anyway, it's right. be weird, and I'd probably break down and cry every time I got on stage. And then he's like, "Who are you gonna sell this stuff to? Sell it?" I'd probably break down and cry if somebody can't. I mean, honey, I sold my old car, and I was in tears when it drove away. And that's just a car. It was my car that I had for years. I had no problem getting rid How of it. How am car. I <laughs> supposed to get rid of your stuff? Besides. He's not allowed to die. So I feel like I'm closer to death right now. Of the two of us? I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So let's get into this. What do you have? I told her to do some research. Don't tell me anything. Give me some spooky stories. Give me some Halloween stories. Go back. We do this annually. We do a Halloween episode. We both have alien encounters. Go back and listen. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean, not like we were abducted, but we've seen no, stuff. No, but, you know, yeah, what else could it be? I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of explanation, but we don't have one. And we both have seen things that we would say could be a ghost, but it's not repeatable. Right. Right? Like you can't make the situation happen yeah. again. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Right. So, like an alien encounter. Did I see that? Well, you didn't see it, so did it work? Did it really? I don't know. Go back and listen. Yeah. So, what do you got today? You have printout. I of... have, yeah, I have three scary stories and see i just, I just have i just have just a couple things to get us talking points oh so go ahead read me a story okay so these are people who just put their stories out there online apparently about scariness so oh, wait have you read this prior yes okay all right That's just making sure to to do i'm ready i've right. passed a whole bunch so this person wrote, i've never lived in a haunted house but my mother did as a teen um, other houses on her street had strange things going on, too. A few homes away from her lived a family. One night, the daughter went to bed with a bad headache. The next day, she was dead. She passed away from an aneurysm. After her funeral, the family went away to get their minds off the tragedy, and the father asked my uncle, my mom's brother, to check on their pets. My mom and dad, who were dating at the time, went with him. My mother had heard there was a grand piano, and she wanted to play it. My dad was studying to be a veterinarian. After entering the house, my uncle and my father headed to the basement to see the animals, and my mother went to the piano on the ground floor. She was playing it when she felt something brush her ankles. She thought a cat must have left the basement and walked past her. She kept playing, and then she felt it again. She looked under the piano and saw nothing. When she started again, she felt hands clasp her legs tightly. She dashed to the basement door, called my uncle and father, and waited for them. Back outside, my uncle could tell my mom was rattled when asked what was wrong. She told him what had happened and he turned white. He told her the daughter who had died used to play a game with her father. When he played the piano, she'd crawl underneath, grab his ankles, and push his feet up and down on the pedals. Boom, boom, boom. So the daughter came back and was playing with her and trying to grab her feet to put on the pedals. All right, so... I think that's freaky. That's one of my phobias. And I, I swore I wasn't going to say it, but now you kind of feel like I have to say it. What? I go to bed at 11 o'clock oh. at night, and Natalie goes to bed at 2, 3 in the morning. No, I try to get in bed by 1, one thirty, depending on getting boys in bed, and I have a little nighttime routine of doing devotion and reading the Bible that I like to get done before I get to bed. So, I'm like Lana. I'll run across the room and jump into bed. I don't want something getting my feet. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. And what started that was the third graders put on a Halloween show at our school 
and they just decorated their room. All they did was turn off the lights and put some cloth over the desks and kids were hiding underneath the desks, mm. but the kids were grabbing your legs. Mm. You're not supposed to touch people in a haunted house. So ever since then, I've had like a phobia of like walking down our steps at our old house. I was always afraid of somebody grabbing my legs. Oh, in the basement because they weren't closed in. How many so times closed them in? How many times did I walk down this? How many times did I grab your legs walking down the steps? Did I ever get underneath the steps and grab your legs? No. I'm, I'm sure I did, Lana. I'm sure I did, Lana. Why would you do that? Because it's they yeah. fell. No, no, you just go. You just just uh. It's not like that, but it's, it's, okay. no, you never did that. Cause that's, and that's then a you, terrifying thing then for you me. Closed them in cause we put the pantry. Underneath yeah. But it wasn't because of that, that I closed it in. I just no. always had a fear of something grabbing my legs, walking up and down steps. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. So well, don't grab my legs in the piano. Now you can't play the piano. I, I have no interest in playing play the piano right. anyway. So that's good. That's good. All right. What else you got? What, you're not going to share a story? Oh, well, I got a story. So I was just listening to a podcast thing about creepy, 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 <laughs> can't breathe, <sighs> creepy stories. And uh, you have to listen to a lot of junk to get one that's kind of good. Right. I had to read through a lot of crap to get three stories. That and um, the one I read today was the guy was an avid jogger. And at the end of his neighborhood, uh, there was a jogging trail and you go like a half mile on like a gravel road and then it just opens up to the forest but there's trails back there and you go two miles down and then you come two miles back up around on a different trail and on his way down he's like a mile and three quarters and it gets a ding on his phone that's weird but it was an airdrop ding it wasn't Ooh, a messenger. They have to be close that's what he said so something has to be close He's like, just keep jogging, keep jogging, keep jogging, because there's nobody out there. He never runs out to anybody. It's at the end of a neighborhood, but no one uses it. He said he's done it every day after work for years. He walked by a lady walking her dog once and another jogger once, but he saw no one on the trail. So um, as he turned back to Did go he up, read the message? as he turned back to go up the two miles, he picked up his phone like he was going to adjust his music, but he kept jogging. And it was a picture of him jogging, and it said stop. But it's a picture of him right now in the clothes he's wearing. They took that picture right there. And from the picture, it looked like somebody was in the bushes taking a picture because he saw nobody on the trail. So he just jogged and jogged, and then he started hearing somebody behind him jogging. And he didn't want to turn around. He just kept going as fast as he could. And he said, he's never run that hard before. He still has to go uphill almost two miles the person trying to warn him he didn't know what he wanted he had no i mean that's all it said it's a picture of him and he just kept going and um eventually he started hearing it sounded like metal hitting a clank like a baseball like a metal baseball bat hitting something or metal hitting something so the dude's got a weapon is he after me is he trying to warn me what the heck is going on and he got back up to the street the street light was on houses around he kind of looked behind him. There's nothing there. He never jogged that trail again. I that was the whole story. Him. Dude, that's freaky. But an airdrop while you're jogging in the woods. Telling you to stop. What if somebody died because he didn't stop? Well, they wouldn't chase him with a bat. Maybe they wanted him to stop to help him with the guy that was chasing with the bat to, to stop the guy from beating him. You're saying there's a third person in the woods. Yeah. Too many people. Yeah. That's All funny. right. That was, that was the best one. I mean, the other ones were pretty bad. They were like, uh, you know, police calls, but it was like, hey, there was a bloody handprint in the rest area. So I called the cops and then I told them when they investigated it to let me know, but they never let me know. It's like, that's not a scary yeah, story. Yeah. There's nothing. Man. That's like the beginning of that's a story. The that's the story you got? That's all I got in my research. Yeah. But I have other things to talk about. Oh, well, I have two more stories. Well, let's do a story and then I'll tell you some more. Okay. All right. So, this is another one that somebody just put online. So, I read it, thought it was all right. When did you do this? While basis. Lana's doing school? Did You, you did yeah. this last minute, like today. I did it today. Okay. Nothing between, like waiting until the last minute. Honey. Between doing school with Lana and, well, I got more stories than you did. I got stuff to talk about. Uh, um, Between teaching Lana school and going for my walk. I've read a ton of stories, and these were the three that I found that I... Do you have your airdrop on your phone? I don't know. I have no idea. 
you get an airdrop picture from the treehouse and you walk into the woods mm -hmm. come visit i just take the quickest route home and <laughs> tell you about it all right it says one night when i was 10 i was woken up by my bedroom door opening followed by someone sitting on my bed uh i felt my leg grazed and the bed sink under a person's weight it's just mom i thought and i opened my eyes it was not my mom i found an eyeless boy he had black empty sockets about my age sitting at the foot of my bed he extended his hand and in it was a little box i was startled but reached out he pulled back i reached again and said give it then i blinked and when i reopened my eyes he's gone but i could still see the imprint where he sat on my bed Fast forward five years, my girlfriend came over to do homework. After she finished, she took a nap while she waited for her parents. When they arrived, I tried waking her up. She opened her eyes suddenly, looking up at a corner where the wall <laughs> met the ceiling. She pointed there and went back to sleep. I shook her again. She came to full consciousness and I explained what she'd done. She looked haunted. Up on the wall, I saw a little boy with no eyes. He was there in a Spider-Man pose, staring at me. I freaked out and told her my story about the same kid. Fast forward another five years. I was with the same girlfriend and we had a two-year-old. We were living in my parents' house in my old room. My daughter started waking up at the same time every night and she'd talk. After a while, I noticed she had almost the same conversation every night. I playfully asked her once whom she was talking to. She said, it's a little boy. He's nice. He's lost and looking for his mommy. My daughter's nightly conversations continued until we got our own place later that year. That's why you check on the babies when they, you said, well, you didn't even hear them. So I go in there. I didn't hear them. Nope. Put pillow back on my head. I didn't hear a thing. I didn't hear a that thing. That is not no. cool. That is not cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, you see them and we've seen our kids do that. That's a creepy thing. Mm -hmm. You've seen your kids point to a wall. We've seen our babies point to a wall and just start talking. Mm -hmm. um, I was, um, I was, Lex woke up first this morning. I took him down to go potty. And um, he's sitting there, sitting on the potty and looking behind me. Saying, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what do you want? Do you want something back there? But there's nothing behind me. Yeah. Just the kitchen table. There was something. Lana at the um, at our old house, when she sat in her swing, she would sit in her swing and it was uh, in the living room in front of the fireplace. Now, this is a baby swing. Mm -hmm. Baby swing. And she'd sit in there and she'd just look off to the side and just... <laughs> to start giggling. So I'm just saying it was your dad coming to meet his granddaughter because that makes me happy. <laughs> not an eyeless baby, and not an eyeless scared. kid. Yeah, no, no, no eyeless kids that she's laughing at. That type of thing. But that is freaky. What, what do they do? I mean, I think all babies like just laugh at it and point yeah, and know. have conversations with no one. What if they're just more open to seeing? That's what people say you know i don't yeah. know i don't so, it's the halloween episode we can talk like this but mm -hmm. normally i don't want to talk like this uh, -huh. uh lana asked me she has to take the trash out and it's gotten dark outside yeah she said will you please dad you're supposed to love me and protect me can you please lana you need to take trash out before it gets dark well I we'll told talk her about, about it. it we'll talk about it you'll go with you her. know i will yeah i told her i said but if a monster comes out the woods i'm just gonna outrun you yeah. <laughs> I don't know what help I'm going to be. That's not true. You grab her and run. So do I tell my... No, I'll, I'll do, I'll do some of mine. Whatever. Okay. So what do you think about just clowns in general? Um, I don't mind them, but some of them can be freaky deaky. But and we were fine with that growing up. Yeah. I some clowns are creepy. Yeah. You know, there was a, like Killer Clowns from Outer Space was a movie that was popular. I never saw it. Uh, the original It Clown was always yeah, there. I like that book. It was a good book. But then the book. but then like I don't know, 2014. Kids start dressing up as clowns and freaking people out. And then it got like a they got rid of Ronald McDonald. They got a it went viral about you know killer clowns in the woods and people were showing pictures on Instagram and stuff of clowns in the woods holding baseball bats and stuff. And then everybody started freaking out about clowns. And then they got rid of Ronald. And they got, you don't see clowns anymore. What's wrong with Ronald McDonald? Nothing. What is a McDonald's commercial now? I don't, I don't see commercials ever anymore. But what is a McDonald's commercial for heaven's sakes? I don't know. None of the characters that we saw growing up. No. Yeah. But yeah. what is it? I mean, does the Happy people, Meal box have a smiley face or anything? Looking, people looking happy and 
Any eating burgers. Food? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't remember clowns being on it even when we used to get a lot of Happy Meals. I don't think the boys have ever had a Happy Meal. Isn't that crazy? That's yeah. weird. Isn't it? Because Lana got lots of Happy Meals. Lana got lots of Happy Meals. Lots, of, we, lots of McDonald's toys. Then we started getting healthier and the boys, I mean, they were eating they weren't eating that yet. So I don't think they've ever had a Happy Meal. Not to say they haven't had chicken and other than fries i'm just saying they haven't had a mcdonald's happy meal yeah um weird so you got the it clown yeah but is that is that what came back the it clown as far as what we mean came back that that started everybody freaking out the oh. new, the, you think it's the new it movie that came out was that was that it started happening or seems was like it's it part two and they were a couple of years apart yeah yeah i don't know which is just weird i don't know i don't see what's wrong with clowns there's nothing wrong with clowns well talk loud you're, you're... i said there's nothing wrong with clowns okay all right just Thunderman. do you remember him i not really he know. was all the rage for a while everybody was worried about this tall slender guy in the woods that was like 14 feet tall but real skinny there's video games. I mean, I've heard of Slenderman, but I don't, I never. There was video games and all kinds of stuff. I never I just really, don't hear anything anymore about it. I never really heard the story, I guess. Was I that when you were younger? Nope. Nope. I'm saying this was 2011, 2014. Wow. I guess I was out of loop. I don't know. Yeah. Or I just didn't care. I don't know. Um, You talk about a ghost touching your ankles. Yeah. Jennifer. That I grew up next door, the girl next door that lived to me okay. in my old neighborhood. Her mom grew up in a haunted house. Wow. And she always, she, she had tons of stories. Mm. And the craziest story I remember is that she said, you know, um, her husband and her boyfriend was working. And he came home from work and got in bed and cuddled next to her and put his arm around her. And then um, and just like holding her belly and just rubbing her arm. And um, she fell asleep. She woke back up and her husband came home from work and she looked over bed. And, what the hell was holding her? What the, it was the ghost that had been haunting her house for forever, climbed in bed with her. She just wanted to cuddle. Well, at least that's all he did was cuddle. So here's the other thing. Ooh. I'm in our bedroom because I go to bed before Natalie. I never get in bed by myself again. And I jumped into the bed like I always do from across the room. I'm going to listen to this now. And, and I'm half asleep. And the bed goes down. And I'm like, holy shit, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Because you felt the weight. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And then Lana comes in the bedroom and plugs in her cell phone because she's been caught in the middle of the night playing on her phone. So she's plugging in our room at nighttime. And she said, come on, Casey. Casey was trying to pounce she on the was, bed. Oh, okay. She so our, dog, our dog was trying to pounce on the bed That's and look at funny. me. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I was asleep. But I felt something depress the bed. That was freaky. You want to open your eyes and look? Hell no. Why not? I don't want to see anything. <laughs> What? I want to see it coming, I guess. I don't know. So at least I had... It's either my imagination or... Semblance of fight, I guess. Okay. It was really something scary. Go down fighting. <sighs> or at least trying to. My luck, my arms would get stuck in blankets, but you know. I could scream. <sighs> well, that's another thing. Have you ever had like... Have you ever reached for something? Have you ever had a dream that somebody owed you money and you woke up reaching for it? I have had dreams where my, yeah, and I woke up with my hand out, but I don't know if it was money or what I was doing. Isn't that weird? I've also had dreams where I'm trying to scream and I can't scream in my dream. And I can't, apparently I can't scream at nighttime because it just comes out. I've woke you up doing that before. Yeah. That and those are scary dreams. And in my dream, I am trying my darndest to scream really loud to get somebody's attention to help me. But that's all that comes out because that's all that's coming out in real life too. I'm going, and I wake up, honey. What are you doing? Wake up. Wake up. How about the how about the dreams where I cheat on you or I've been mean to you? Oh, that just pisses me off. And then all through breakfast and lunch, you're just mad at me. I didn't do it. I was laying there. 
with the covers over my head because I didn't want something touching me. <laughs> I didn't do a thing. You must have. You must have done something to make my subconscious come up with it. You do get mad at me. Oh, it pisses me off. I didn't do anything. How could you? How dare you? In your sleep. Yeah. Guys, we're joking about it, but she gets mad at me. Rude. I don't say mad at you all day. Just yeah, about time lunch. No, just when I wake up and I tell you about it, I can't believe you did that. And then I get embarrassed. But it does piss me off. <sighs> so anyway, anyway. All right, what else you got? You got one more? Yeah, I have one more story. All right, ready? <clears throat> now talk loud. You don't have a mic in front of you. I have been talking loud. Go ahead. A man named Joseph Blackwell went on a business trip. He stayed at the large house some friends owned on the outskirts of the city. That night, they had a pleasant evening chatting and reminiscing about the past. But when Blackwell went to bed, he began to toss and turn and was unable to sleep. At one point during the night, he heard a car pull into the driveway. He went to the window to see who might be arriving at such a late hour. In the moonlight, he saw a black hearse full of people. The driver looked up at him. When Blackwell saw his strange face, he shuddered. The driver called to him. There's room for one more. He then waited a minute or two before driving off. In the morning, Blackwell told his friends what had happened. You were dreaming, they said. That must have been it, he replied, but it didn't seem like a dream. After breakfast, he left the town and spent the day in the offices of one of the new high-rise buildings in the city. Late in the afternoon, he was ready to go back to the house and was waiting for the elevator to take him down to the ground floor. But when it stopped at his floor, it was very full. One of the people inside looked at him and said, there's room for one more. It was the driver of the hearse. No, thank you, Blackwell said. I'll wait for the next one. The doors closed and the elevator began to descend. Moments later, there was a terrible crash and shouts and screams could be heard. The elevator had collapsed. All the people inside were killed. He had a premonition. Isn't that weird? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, he saw the same person in his premonition <sighs> as he's in the elevator. So... Premonitions, do that. Do you have uh, deja vu? Yeah. How weird is it? It's very weird. What is it? I don't know. Didn't you look it up at one point? No, I don't know. It's weird. <sighs> I think somebody it's a, said it's, it's a glitch in the matrix. That's what it is. Or we've lived the same life before, and that's showing you the parallels. That oh. that's the, that's the crossroad markers that we remember. Yeah. But other stuff in the middle might not be the same. I remember I remember one that I had I was at lunch with Brandy Manning. I don't remember her last name now, but she was telling the story and just da 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 and it just hit and I remembered like the next five sentences that came out of her mouth and Did my jaw with her? my jaw just dropped and I think I, I may have done the last couple words along with her. And I said, I just had deja vu. And then in my head, I just had deja vu. I said that in my sleeper during the deja vu thing. That's weird. And I'm. That's a strong I'm, deja I'm vu. Now, Usually it's just like. That was the longest seven. one, man. It was like two to three minutes long. Weird. And I was like, well, I'm in it. This is, I've been here. This is. <sighs> I had reoccurring dreams. I keep dreaming this house is bigger. And there's more trapdoors, sliding panels of other rooms that I still need to decorate. I still need to put, I have a magic room above this one Ooh. that needs to be decorated. Like it, it's just an empty room. Why haven't I done anything with it? How are you going to add on to the house in the future? Well, if you go in the attic, there's a whole empty area over this. Yeah, but you can't get to it. It's like, a, well, I just need to take a saw and saw it open more. Mm. But it's not a room. No, you'd have to it's insulate it. It's insulated. Yeah. The attic is not insulated. That's why it gets hot and cold up there. But it's got the insulation material. For the ceiling, so it doesn't go here. Right. But I'm saying right. not for the roof. Not for the top, yeah. Yeah. My mom had a dream, and she forbade me from getting on a gray bus. And I was like, okay. She was like, you got on a gray bus, and it crashed, and you and Lana died. And Wes, we didn't know what to do with him. You don't ever get on a gray bus. And then we had that opportunity to go to Africa that fell through. And she calls and she's like, okay, you know the gray bus thing? I was like, yeah. It was in Africa? Really? Seriously? Do not get on a gray. And I'm thinking, the Africa thing, they take you around Africa in a freaking bus. 
Like that's how you get from one place to other. How if it pulls up and it's gray, am I supposed to say, honey, we can't get on the bus? My mom won't let me. Right. We're in Africa. It's not like, what are you going to do? Right. But it fell through. So, <sighs> so I was supposed to, that. we were supposed to perform in Africa, boy. That was a long time ago. Uh, anyway, it was ago. a, it was a tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were supposed to perform in Africa. We were yeah. we were getting all set for it. But yeah, at um, first she was just like it's great bus. Probably because I'm like, what the heck does Africa have to do anything? It's just that was just extra. And then oh then we, oh, get the we job, got this we opportunity to go to Africa. And she's like, okay, hold up. No great buses in Africa because it was in Africa, because that must have been the thing, because that was Africa. So I didn't know yeah. the Africa part. Yeah. But your mom is into that though. My mom got into like crystals and my mom always believed in psychic readings. Well, she had, she had a couple things that like came true. Your mom? Yeah. 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 My mom went to a psychic and recorded it on cassette tape and listened to it over and over and over and then tried to make things match up like way too hard. Oh. Like she did it for years. Oh. She, she believed in it a hundred percent. Yeah thousand percent she believed mm. and it's like mom come on yeah come well, on there was that um oh, we talked about it on the dorothy dietrich episode of um uh, the podcast here but the houdini museum people but there was a psychic near our old house oh yeah and they uh they had people saying that they you know came into a lot of money and they're afraid they don't want to lose it what do i do give it to me and I'll, I'll bury it in the backyard. Or you bury it in your backyard. Give it to me and I'll say a blessing on it. And what they did when they said a blessing on it, they would wrap it in paper and switch it out for something else and give you that and say not to open this until you get home. And they would just put a stack of paper inside of the thing. And bury it. So and you have know. to bury it for seven years. And then you dig it up and it'll be cursed free and you can do whatever you want with it. And it'll be a blessing for your family and not a curse. Seven years later, there's no money. There's no money. So they did a sting operation and they figured that out and the FBI raided the house and they had Corvettes, they had Hummers, they had, they had a lot of. Well, they took a lot of people's money. Yeah. And That's sad. It's a psychic, man. Yeah, and people only go to people, them. Yeah. They're, they're preying on people that are just looking for help. They're in the lowest part of their life and they're scrounging up enough money to try and find help. Very rarely yes. do people go when things are going great in their life. It's love, right. health, and wealth. I'm lonely. Will I ever find love? I have cancer. Am I going to make it? I'm broke. What do I do? Or I came into this money and I'm scared. I, this might be the only opportunity for me to have a million dollars in my life. I don't want to waste it. What do I do with it? I know. Give it to me. I'll take care of you. Right. It's sad. You're just taking advantage of people. Yeah not good so but then you do hear about the ones that like help solve police crimes how does that work you just get lucky yuri geller helped miners find gold okay dig here 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 we found it told you so says so 20 different yeah okay yuri geller helped him yeah I mean, come on. But I mean, all of my Houdini books, they're right behind Natalie. Other side, Natalie, put your head up. Over, okay. over, right there. Up, straight up, straight up. That's Houdini. That's a Houdini shelf right there. Honey, this shelf here. There you go. There you go. I had to, it's so, hard to figure out. So all those, the... all those books, if you're watching the video podcast, it's backwards for us. <laughs> um, but all the Houdini books, Houdini like went crazy after his mom died. He was going to psychics to try to contact his mother. He loved his mother. And they were all fakes and they were all making stuff move across the table. And well, there was, they, they couldn't had tell him anything. Word, right? they, yeah, they no, couldn't. that was him and his that wife. That was him and his wife. But he had a secret word. And if he, she went to a psychic and tried to find him, he would have a word for him. But, um, you know, but he was trying to contact his mom and they were saying things like the mom the mom was wearing a, a you know, a crucifix and da, 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 da. the mom was Jewish. She wouldn't have a crucifix necklace on. And it was just stuff they didn't know. And, yeah. you know, they, whatever. And what, what was mom's nickname for me? Can you ask her what was, you know, and they couldn't answer anything. And he just tore the table off, took his disguise off. I'm Houdini and how dare you? And you're a fraud. 
and he couldn't find anybody. And I'm well, like, man, he went crazy. Why did he do that? But as I get older, it kind of disgusts me that those people are out there too. Yeah. And if you ever do do, do something like that, you should tell them that if you ever have a word that you've made with a loved one, if this person can figure out that word, don't ever, like they say, here, write it down. No, don't write don't it down. Don't ever write it down. Don't write it say, down. Say, nope, I know it's in my head. I know it. I don't need to write it down. Exactly. And I'm not telling you the version, but there are 9,000 versions of that trick. Don't write the word down. They really, truly yeah. are psychic. They'll be able to figure it out without you writing it down. Just thought I'd help. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. So um, Emily started watching that. I guess, well, we had the farm get rained out this week. Well, we watched it before that. But we really got a marathon going. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Um, we watched quite a few that day. We got up We got up in the morning. It was pouring down rain. And before I even got out of bed, I picked up my phone. And uh, the guy that ran the farm said, the show's on. Okay. I didn't think it wasn't. Okay. And I gave him a thumbs up and a text. We all get up, get ready, make breakfast, go get all the way there. It's an it hour, it's an hour and a half away. It was It's an hour. And it was raining hard the whole time we were driving. We're like, what are we supposed to do? And as soon as he pulled up, he says, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We're closed. It yeah. just, the storm won't leave. So we came home. I made Natalie a fire. We watched some Tales from the Crypt. I liked Tales from the Crypt when I was younger. Um, I'm talking like Lana's age. I was already living in my basement of my parents' house because my brother had moved out. He's nine years older than me. Yeah. Uh, so what had he been? He'd have been 20, 21, maybe 20. Lana's age 2021 20, and uh, I took his room and Tales in the Crypt <laughs> that little puppet would scare the hell out of me and just yeah. the intro walking through the haunted house but I was glued to it I loved it I love I like the feeling of being scared it's fun and um I loved I loved it so I have this big DVD collection I have over 3,000 DVDs not magic DVDs, just regular DVDs. And I have probably five seasons of Tales from the Crypt, but you don't like them. No, it's not that I don't like them. They're fine. Okay. They're just, it's not, some of them are eh, and some of them are good. That's all. You just <laughs> never know what you're going to get, I guess. And if I want to be like, let's watch a scary movie, and I'm in the mood for a scary movie, I want a scary movie. I don't want the chance to be like, eh. Yeah. I want a scary movie. Well, some of them are just a plot twist at the end. But I'm going to talk about a couple of my favorite in in season one. But Lana wants the feeling of being scared. She wants, Willow loves horror movies. Mm -hmm. And we like horror movies a lot. But I think Willow even trumps us. Yeah. And um, Willow listens to scary stories all year long on her iPad and podcasts for scary stories and all that stuff she loves it loves it we've loves watched it. me and her have watched a lot of scary movies together just throughout the year i've liked them i don't like the paranormal ones we haven't watched paranormal but it's just freaky deaky. but other stuff like the annabelle ones and we just watched the new insidious one and um yeah but they're those are i don't get lana to watch them because i know they're too scary for her yet because we watch something extremely silly. Silly. I mean, it's oh, let's talk to be about that. Let's scary, talk about that. But it was silly, and it, it scared her a little bit. Talk about the tooth fairy or the tooth kid. Just tell that story. The tooth kid. It was silly. The candy. You have to leave a piece of candy for Tommy. Oh, right, right, right. That was the one that yeah. scared her. So it was Halloween, and the kids go trick or treating, and you have to leave a piece of candy for this kid because this kid used to go trick-or-treating and when he came home his parents wouldn't let him have any of the candy and they would just send him to bed well one year he woke up he heard his parents and went downstairs and found that his parents were just eating all of his candy and that's why he wasn't allowed to eat candy because his parents wanted it all so he ends up killing the parents eating the rest of the candy and even eating the candy that is already in their stomachs which is kind of gross but okay so 
that was a scary story that was being told by the baby from the babysitter's boyfriend that was visiting to the little boy that had just gone trick-or-treating and was eating a whole bunch of candy. You better save some for Bobby or whatever his name was. And the kid was like, okay. So he goes upstairs and he acted all, you know, like, uh -huh, you guys are so funny. Uh, I don't believe you. And yet he left a candy bar for Bobby. Yeah whoever, whatever the name was, Billy, Bobby, John, whoever. Meanwhile, the babysitter and the babysitter's boyfriend are just scarfing down all the candy. And you see him like, oh, God, I don't feel good. Oh, we got to go buy the kid more candy. We ate all the candy. We got to buy him candy, replace the candy. Can't believe we ate all that candy. And the and babysitter went to get the other babysitter, boy. Yeah, went Pepto. to go get like Pepto because he wasn't feeling good. And he hears him going, oh, she's all oh, puked, oh, puked, oh, puked. And come out, and the guy's like ripping out boyfriend's intestines to get candy because he didn't leave him anything. And so then, you know, the the little boy's upstairs, and he's hearing all this commotion, and you hear this boom, boom, boom up the steps, and then you see this gnarly hand with long nails just reach out and grab the candy bar that the little boy left, and he goes away because the little boy left him candy, so he left the little boy alone. So, babysitter and boyfriend are dead. Little boy survived because he left candy. That freaked Lana out. No, wait, wait. The blow-off was Oh. he walks downstairs and the parents come home. And oh, he yeah. sees the dead babysitter and boyfriend. And the parent says, oh, no, Bobby, what did you do? He goes, I didn't do it. it they was... didn't leave. They didn't. They ate all my candy. Yeah, they ate all the candy. So, so it looked like he killed them. Yeah. They ate all the candy. Yeah. They ate all of my candy. Yeah, right. So it looked like he killed them. Sean is saying, they didn't, they didn't leave any. For the for the murder guy, so they died. But it sounded like he. But it was silly. It was a silly, right. crazy, silly movie. Yeah, and in the the it wasn't even <sighs> scary effects or anything like that. But she was a little nervous about it, a little scared about it, and so watching something like Annabelle or Insidious, I know it's just way too much for her, and I would be up all night with her because mommy had a bed, and she does that still probably at least once a week if not more come in the room i haven't even gotten to bed yet mom i had a bad dream i'm sorry how did you have a bad dream you haven't gone to sleep yet? i know it's like yeah so she's just thinking about the the movie and hasn't gone to sleep and just wants a hug i guess i don't know but and here's the crazy thing she, natalie says go to sleep honey you have the dog in the room with you oh yeah oh yeah i'm like honey okay because our dog will she our dog goes in the room with Lana. Lana shuts her door. Casey sleeps in her room with her. And like, Lana, it's okay. You know that Casey, and this was the night that we watched that movie, that silly movie. I said, all the doors are locked, all the windows are locked. We are perfectly safe. And Lana, and if you, you see this have, later on, we love you. Yeah, You have the dog in your room. You know that Casey barks at everything because truly she really does. That night I had to go into the boys' room because somebody woke up. I sat with them until they fell asleep again. I get up and I pass her room. I had noticed on the way to the boys' room, but they were one of them is screaming. I have to get there fast so they don't wake up the other one. And then it's forever before I can get to bed. So I can get there anyway. So her light is still on when I'm going back to my room. So I just kind of slowly open the door and look, and she had left all of her lights on to go to sleep. So I turned off the main one. It's still nice and bright in there because she has little curtain lights on her wall. She has Night lights, night lights, several night lights, yeah, all sorts of little lamp things. So anyway, I just turned off the main one to make it a little dimmer. And I looked down at Casey on the floor, and Casey is just, I mean, she didn't <laughs> open her eyes. She didn't hear me open the door, flip the switch, close the door, and she's just, <laughs> I was like, so much for the doll waking up for any little noise. <laughs> just, whoops. Uh. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, so back to Tales of the Crypt. Um, Lana got a little freaked out with those, and then she watched one, and then she was like, uh, "I'm gonna go upstairs." Yeah, she's like, "I don't really like these. I don't really like these. I would rather color." I think okay. it was the puppet guy. I think it was the puppet in the beginning music thing. Yeah, because we made her put her phone down. Willow's real bad at watching stuff and yeah, on her playing phone. on her phone and looking up. You're not, you're not enjoying the movie. There's no way you're seeing the movie. Yeah. You're missing 90% of it. But um, there is one episode that freaks me out, and it's not scary. 
I don't think Lana was here. She was at camp. Well, I have three episodes that I want to talk about. And I said lady man user. She's, she just uses men. Black Widow. What did it call it? Black Widow? I don't know what the episode was called. I, lady man user is not it. I think it was Black Widow. But number one, the lady is ugly. I don't know. It's not a nice thing to say, but this is a freaky character actress lady. She has this look. And it reminds me in Pet Cemetery of Zelda. Pet Cemetery was not scary to me, but the handicapped cousin Zelda that they took care of in the house freaked me out as a kid. Natalie doesn't remember Zelda from that movie. I don't. I don't know why. But, but I'll put a clip of Zelda in the Facebook podcast group. Freaky deaky. So this lady reminds me of Zelda number one. And number two, the guy married her for her money. Just 100%. You know he did. Yeah. She was rich. They're on a back road. Trees in the road. It's pouring down rain. He can't move this tree. They see a house on a hill. They walk up to the house. She kind of kicks a potted plant to the side, and there's a key underneath of it. Oh, look what I found. Well, we're going to have pneumonia, or we're going to freeze to death outside. Let's go in. Well, the house is empty. They explore it. Wallpaper's peeling off the wall. Nothing's been touched in years. Dust everywhere. But they go in the living room, and it's a freshly made fireplace. Fresh, freshly made. All set to be lit. And um, so they go in there, and they... All right, take off your clothes and dry off. Well, I'm so shy. Hmm. Well, let's consummate the marriage. No, let's go upstairs. I want a bed. So they go up upstairs and she has to go freshen up. And then she tries oh, to make herself There's one look bedroom better. that has nice wallpaper. It's all made up. There's candles everywhere. It looks completely different from the rest of the house. But anyway, yeah. And then she comes out all dolled up. Now she looks like a a librarian to runway model, the best this character actress can be. And um, he's blown away. He thinks she's just gorgeous. I think she's still a little rough around the edges, but he thinks she's gorgeous. So they consummate the marriage. And then she's like, oh, that was fantastic. I know I'm pregnant because it was perfect. And the baby's only this big, this big. And um, then he falls asleep. When he wakes up, he hears something downstairs. He goes downstairs. Fireplace is going. He sees his woman with wife. another guy, his wife with yeah. another guy, making out on the sofa, consummating their marriage. And um, I think I'm pregnant. I think the baby is this big. And then she takes the, I want this night to be perfect. And the dude's Nothing sleeping. to mess up our perfect love, to ever get old and I want to remember this perfect moment and never have it tarnished. So she takes the knife, the axe, the big battle axe, battle bit. axe above the fireplace and just starts hacking the guy to pieces. Yeah. And then the guy's like, no, the new broom, no. And he runs over there and swats her and he goes through her. It's a ghost. He's seeing how his bride was born because that wasn't his bride that was having sex with the other guy. That was his mother, his Mother-in-law. Mother-in-law. Yeah. Sex with the father-in-law. Right. That's right. My wife's husband died before she was born. Well, you just seen her get killed because the ghost is reenacting it in the house. And then does she come downstairs? Up. No, he wakes up. He's like, she's like, are you okay? It's like you're having a nightmare. He's like, yeah, I just had a bad dream about your mom and your dad in this house. And your mom kills your dad. And she goes, oh, that's weird because that's exactly how it happened. And then she ends up hacking him. That's a picture of yeah. Zelda from Pet Cemetery. You don't remember you, that chick? You showed me. Does that, that look picture. a little bit like that woman in that thing? A little bit, but like worse. Well, yeah, because it's got makeup on. It's got like movie effects makeup. Right, but I don't. But know. that was freaky deaky. Yeah. Anyway, so she was just. She was doing the same exact thing of her mom did. Using a man just to have a baby. That's all men are good for. Number one, that's God creepy. God one of them have a boy. Yeah, well, they only wanted women. But it was a whole family of it. So then at the end of the movie, the aunt comes and you're like, you know. No more men. Yeah, no you don't women. need any more men, right? No, I don't need any more men. But our little girl will. Yeah, one day she'll have a man. Yeah. For a day. You know, whatever. But it's just, it's, it's scary because it's like believable, I guess. Like there could be somebody, yeah, there could be somebody out there that just... 
Black Widow just uses men. Yeah. But the thing was, he was using her. Right. But then she, it's just psychological. It got me, even yeah. as a, a teenager, that one freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Beauty is only skin deep is more of a, um, like a voodoo thing. This woman is a prostitute and she kills her pimp and she takes all of her jewelry to the pawn shop. And the guy's like, this stuff's hot. It's so hot. I'm not buying this from you. Well, I need money. Well, I'll give you $10,000 for your beauty. What are you talking about? So he puts up. Makes a face. And so she has four months to, to come back and get her beauty back. And she gets that she buys new outfits to the nice places she knows how to interact with rich people and she does this and she lands herself a nice rich boyfriend yeah and then um, four months in the relationship he's he's getting engaged her face just starts blemishes stuff and she's just aging horribly and she wanted to turn the light on one morning and he's like i gotta go on a business trip give me a kiss and she turns the lights and kisses him and she looks in the mirror and she just she looks like she's 30 years older mm-hmm. and it's she's aging worse throughout oh, all right is it well, recording? it's still counting an hour and two minutes apparently huh interesting anyway she has like a morning veil over her face black veil, and she goes back to the pawn shop and says you know hey you tricked me whatever she brings the the ticket she's like i want it back give me back my beauty he's like you are day late day late day late so uh she asked how much it would cost he said a hundred thousand dollars so she runs back to her apartment starts gathering up all this stuff and she's robbing the apartment and her husband it looked like a robbery i think so yeah yeah so that she could explain why all the jewelry was missing when her boyfriend got back. But Go ahead. he came back while she was doing that. And, you know, her veil is up. He goes, who are you? She goes, what, you don't recognize the love of your life? And he was like, you stay right there. I'm calling the police. And she takes out her gun and she shoots him, which I'm like, well, I, anyway. So she shot him. She grabs all the stuff. And she runs back to the pawn shop. And the guy shows her a um, newspaper article that has a picture of her and her boyfriend. And it says she killed the boyfriend because she had dropped the gun and had her fingerprints all over it. So they're looking for her. And he's like, I can give it back to you, but do you really want your face back? Because they're going to find you. And the cop comes in who visits the guy and, um, you know, says if they ever find her that, that she's shoe in for the the Death electric chair yeah so she just leaves and the whole reason the guy wanted the beauty was because he was trying to make his dead wife not look like a shriveled dead person but give her beauty back she was still dead but she looked pretty so but he was into voodoo stuff so he was able to take the beauty and put it in her somehow i don't know yeah so anyway but that was a that was a good one because of the actress was the mom from um, yeah, Back, to the Back to the Future. Yeah, she was Future. She was Leah Thompson? girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. And the other one that I really liked from that series is Nine yeah. Lives. One I, minute. I got it. Nine Lives. Nine Lives was, uh, help me, Nine Lives, the guy found this homeless guy. and He was a, he was a doctor. And he said, I, I can take that gland out of the cat and put it in you and you'll have nine lives. And here's $200,000. And he gives the guy all this money and does the surgery, right? Yeah, and they start making money of him dying. And he ends up killing the doctor so that he doesn't have to split the money. That's and one then death. he's doing, he's like, got one more left. Because the girlfriend that he had, all this money he'd saved up, she just killed him because she knew he'd come back to life, stole all his money, ran. So he's counting his life, I can die one more time and I'm going to take all the proceeds. And the guy's like, ah, but why? But this is, you know, whatever. So he goes with it. He gets buried alive and he realizes while he's buried alive, he forgot to count the cat's death as one of the deaths. And so he is not coming back from this one. And he runs out of air and they can't dig him up. Nine lives. That was a crazy one. Yeah. Anyway, that was uh, 
We made it. That was the Halloween episode, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. A little early. And the um, only thing we have we have left to say is uh, see, see you, you next, next week. week. Yeah. 926. 826. When we started, I do believe. Check us out online at wesisley.com and patreon.com forward slash Wes underscore Isley for behind the scene videos, blooper videos, never before seen footage, discounts on merchandise, magic trick tutorials, and more. That's Wes Isley spelled W-E-S-I-S-E-L-I. -S -E